0: Today on episode 187 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, if you have a laptop, you obviously want to make sure you get as many good years of use out of it as possible, especially if it's a Windows 7 or Windows 8 laptop. You want to make sure that thing hangs in there for at least four more years. Well, today I'll tell you six things you need to be doing to make sure your laptop lives a long and healthy life. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And welcome back to The Computer Tutor podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And if you're new to the show, you're probably going to notice that we don't talk like computer geeks here. You know, what's the point of using those big technical words when most people don't even know what they mean anyway? Plain English. It works a lot better. And if your computer has a problem, as they all do at some point in time, just give me a call. I've been doing computer repair since 1999, and back then, most people still used a dial-up connection to go online. And you couldn't be on the phone and on the Internet at the same time. Remember those good old days? You try to call someone and you couldn't get them on the phone because they were checking their AOL account in MySpace or something. Anyway, in most cases, I can fix whatever's wrong with your computer remotely, so you don't have to bring it anywhere. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com slash 187. So let's get started. At the opening of the episode, I made a reference to four more years, and you might be wondering about that. That You know, it's a chant sometimes you hear at a political rally, but there's no political connection with this. What I'm talking about is Windows 7. If you currently have Windows 7 on your computer, you will continue to get the Windows updates for it each month from Microsoft through January of 2020, which is about four years from now. That means you have four years before you might need to transition to a newer version of Windows. That's assuming Microsoft doesn't actually resort to hiring thugs to sneak in your house and install Windows 10 on your computer while you're sleeping. And given their most recent tactics, we can't rule that out. For me, I'm holding out as long as possible. But it also assumes one other thing, and that is that your computer continues to run properly for another four years. So today we're going to focus on laptops, and if you have a laptop, what you can do to make sure it lasts as long as possible, maybe even more than four years from now. First thing is, never use it on a soft surface. I kind of cringe when I see an ad that shows someone sitting on their bed, sitting there with their laptop in front of them on top of a blanket or something, that's a bad idea. And the reason is summed up in one word, heat. Laptops run hot by nature. You know, you've got all those electronic components crammed inside that tight space, and when it's working, it gets pretty hot in there. So that's why there's a fan or two that blows the hot air out of the exhaust vent, you know, that's either on the side or on the bottom of the laptop, But if your laptop is settled comfortably in your comforter, there's nowhere for that heat to go. That means your laptop's going to run hotter than it should, which wears out the components sooner. And if it gets too hot, it's just going to overheat and shut itself off. So whenever you're using your laptop, make sure it's on a solid, flat surface so that there's room under it for airflow. And speaking of a solid, flat surface, that brings us to number two. Use a cooling pad. Cooling pad is just a little platform that your laptop can sit on, but it's more than that. It actually has a fan built in, or in some cases two or three fans, and those fans suck the hot air out and away from the computer so that it runs cooler. And it doesn't even require a battery or a wall outlet. It's going to have a cable, and you just plug that cable into one of your USB ports on the laptop, so that's what gives it the power to turn the fans. And a cooling pad is less than 20 bucks, so it's really a good investment for your laptop. Number 3 is something I actually see happening sometimes when I'm with a client. You need to avoid lifting one edge of the laptop. What I mean is, say there's a like a piece of paper or something that somehow got under the laptop and you just want to retrieve it. To do that, you need to actually pick up the entire laptop. Don't just tilt up the front part. And the reason is because tilting it up from the front can compromise the power cord connection on the back. When the power cord's plugged in in the back of the laptop and you lift up the front, it puts some pressure on that plug at the point where it's plugged in to the back of the computer. Now, you might be able to do that a few times, but after a while, that connection is going to start getting messed up. You might notice at first the power cord not quite making a good contact all the time, so you have to wiggle it a little bit for it to work. And then when it gets worse, you have to hold it in a certain position in order to make contact, and eventually it just doesn't work at all. So you can avoid that whole problem by just not tilting it up. Number four is kind of a common sense thing, but still not a lot of people think about it. If you're at home and you hear thunder like a storm's coming in, or if you see a flash of lightning out the window, it's time to unplug your laptop from the wall. In fact, at our house, we go around and unplug all the computers and the big TV. All it takes is just a little extra surge of electricity, and your laptop is fried like a Twinkie at the state fair. And don't think you can rely on that $12 surge protector you got at Walmart to protect your laptop. No matter how good a surge protector is, it's no match for a nearby lightning strike. The nice thing about a laptop is as long as the battery holds a charge, you can keep using it for an hour or two even during the storm without having to plug it into the wall outlet. With mine, I even go online too because I leave the Verizon modem plugged in so I've still got an internet connection. If that modem gets destroyed by a voltage surge, who cares? Verizon just sends me another one anyway. And number five is for when you're going to be away for a while and not using the laptop. If that's the case, just take the battery out for that period of time. And obviously, you'd want to also have the laptop unplugged from the wall, too. The battery can just be stored at a regular room temperature, just like the laptop, for the time that you're gone. And then when you get back, put the battery back in, and it'll probably be down just a little bit, uh, not quite a full charge. But just plug it in and use it the way you always do. And finally, number six. This is the one I always tell people, but not too many people listen. Keep all liquids away from it. It's so easy to just have a brief flash of clumsiness, and you bump that glass of water or beer or your morning coffee, and suddenly your laptop keyboard is a soaking mess and probably doesn't even turn on anymore. Now, the least destructive liquid would be just plain water, since it at least it dries completely after a while. Not like Coke that leaves that sticky residue behind. But even water can destroy a laptop if it gets down into past the keyboard into the motherboard and short-circuits some of the electronics that's inside there. And why do most people not listen when I tell them that? Because most people have the thought in the back of their head... Yeah, that applies to other people, those stupid, clumsy people. But I know I'll be careful, so this will never happen to me. Yeah, right. So there they are, six good guidelines to follow when you're using your laptop to make sure it lives a long and happy life. Now, of course, even if you do all these things, the hard drive could still crash. And in fact, that's the most likely thing to happen. But the hard drive can be replaced, and we can even set up a backup so you don't lose any of your programs or your pictures or your documents or anything, and your laptop can live on. And like I always say, I like hearing from you. Do you have a problem with your computer or something you'd like to learn about? Just let me know. I might use it as a topic here on the podcast. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or give me a call on the podcast voicemail line. That's at 727 386 9468. And you can always leave a message anytime, day or night. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.